Welcome to the podcast, Leonard Looks at Life. Hi, I'm Leonard. And you may be wondering, what makes me so special that I have my own podcast? And why should you listen to it? Well, to be honest, there's really nothing special about me at all. But in this episode, I'm going to share with you a little bit about why I decided to start a podcast. And I hope that you will join me as I continue on this journey. The first reason why I thought I would start a podcast is that it's really something fairly simple to do. There's not a whole lot of expensive equipment involved. The main things you need are a computer, which I already have and most of us already have. I just needed to find a microphone, which wasn't that expensive, and some audio editing software, and there's some good free software that's out there. So it's not that hard. So I thought, let's just go ahead and join the fun and give it a shot. As I was looking into starting a podcast, I came across an interesting statistic. There are over 5 million podcasters out there already, and over 70 million podcast episodes. But I'm doing it as a creative outlet, because I just thought it'd be something that might be kind of fun for me to do. And if I'm honest, I'm a ham. I've always been a ham. I was that kid that would tell my older brother and my older sister jokes and tell their friends jokes until they just made me shut up and go to my room. When you could buy those scholastic books at school, I was the kid that would buy 101 shark jokes or 101 vampire jokes. I spent a lot of my youth reading joke books. And now all those jokes are just kind of buried in the deep recesses of my mind. And it is interesting when they pop out. Sometimes they pop out at very opportune times and I can kind of put out a zinger and get a laugh. And other times they pop up and I think, mm, keep that one to yourself for right now because it's not the most appropriate time for a joke. I also realize that I am a ham, not just by my nature, but I think it's also in my genes. It seems like I had aunts and uncles on both sides of the family that would always have jokes. I had Uncle Lawson, seemed like he always had a joke. Uncle Earl and Uncle Rui always had jokes. And I was thinking about a time at a family reunion a number of years ago when one of my great aunts, it was about 97 at that time and hard of hearing, but yet I walk into the kitchen and there Aunt Helen is sitting at the table telling jokes. So I come by being a ham honestly, and I've also embraced it. I've also found being a ham is really my coping mechanism. They say that one of the greatest fears in life is public speaking. That doesn't bother me because I use my hamminess, if you will, to do that. It does not bother me to get in front of a group of people. I enjoyed growing up being in church plays, and I was in my senior class play in high school. That doesn't bother me. However, I do get a bit intimidated if you tell me to go make small talk on a one-on-one -on -one basis. So while I'm a bit of an introvert in some ways, being a ham has allowed me to overcome that. Along the same line, it doesn't bother me at all to think about doing this podcast that could be heard by a lot of people, probably may not be heard by anybody except me, but that's okay. It's my hamminess that lets me uh, come out and do that. Along with being a ham, I have to see humor in things. I have to find humor. I have to be able to laugh at things. That is another one of my coping mechanisms. Another reason why I thought I would start a podcast is although there are 5 million podcasters out there and over 70 million podcast episodes, as I search for podcasts to listen to, I don't find many that interest me that well. So I thought I would do a podcast that would be the type of podcast that I would want to listen to. As I've started listening to podcasts, I listen to them on my commute to work, which is less than 30 minutes. 
So when I search, lots of times I find these podcasts are an hour, hour and a half, two hours. I want something shorter. And in this podcast, that's what I will try to do. I will try to keep it fairly short. As I was researching about podcasting, one of the things that it said was to really identify your target audience and be very specific. And, you know, all that may be a great idea. And you look at podcasts that are out there and there's a zillion different topics that are very, very specific. Well, I'm going to be a little more general. As the title, Leonard Looks at Life. I'm going to look at things that have happened to me. I'm going to look at things that are perhaps in the current news, but just life in general. So if you are breathing, then this podcast is going to be for you. If you've had some happiness or some sadness in your life, then this podcast is going to be for you. My goal in this podcast is that you'll listen to it and you'll think, yeah, you know, I've had a similar situation like that happen to me. Or you'll listen to it and you'll say, you know, I'm glad somebody else looks at it the same way that I do. Uh, so this is going to be an everyman podcast. Um, it's going to be very general. Uh, the topic will vary from week to week, just kind of whatever uh, uh, hits my mind, whatever I've seen in the news or whatever has popped up in my memory. But it's going to be a general interest that hopefully is something you can listen to, uh, you know, as you're doing, you know, maybe like me, as you're driving to work or driving home, a podcast that you can listen to that hopefully will make you smile a little bit or will give you something to think about, uh, something to ponder about, but hopefully that'll will make your day a, a, a little better. That's what my goal is in this. So I thought I'd take my shot at podcasting, and I would encourage you if you're interested, to take a shot as well. Because I think we all have a story to tell. I think every life is interesting in a unique way. Sometimes we just have to drill down and see that and find that a little bit. Well, as I look at life, I also think we also have filters that we interpret and we view the world through. And I think in my case, there are four filters that usually come to my mind. And those filters are God, family, work, and baseball. And no, they're not always in that exact same order. I grew up going to church. Church has always been an important part of my life. I have not lived a perfect life. I have not always been what I should be, but church undergirds and church helps me to be better. As far back as I can remember, I went to church. As I was a youth going through high school, I was a part of a youth group that had a tremendous impact on me and and the leaders that were in that youth youth group and our uh, youth minister uh, impacted my life in very significant ways and helped me through those turbulent years. As I got to college, I was involved in uh, campus ministry there and and made some friendships that that really solidified my life. I've had some uh, training in church work. I've done some church work, and it has always been a part of my life, continues to be a part of my life. And as long as I'm on this earth, it will continue to be an important part of my life. It just undergirds and gives me purpose and understanding in how I see the world. Now, family is also very important uh, to me. I grew up in the Midwest, grew up in Ohio. Uh, my dad worked in a General Motors factory, so we were not wealthy, but we always had clothes on our back and we never went hungry. But more important than those things, I always knew that my mother and my father loved me and that they would do whatever they could to help me get along in life. And I've tried to do the same thing with my children and my grandchildren. I hope that they know that I love them and that they are important to me. Uh, you know, family is that 
group that we share ourselves with. We can't always put on a, a happy face. You know, they know us as we truly are. They deal with us on a day in and day out basis. So uh, family is important and, and not just that immediate family, but I also have a great extended family of cousins and aunts and uncles uh, that have been there throughout my life and are important to me. Uh, so that's the second filter in my life. And the third one is work. Sometimes it seems like we think of work as a necessary evil. I've been working for more than four decades now. My first job was dipping ice cream at a little mom and pop place in Dayton, Ohio. I've had some great bosses over the years, and I'll share some about those in future episodes. I've had some lousy bosses over the years, and I'll share some about those in future episodes. But work shapes a lot of what we do. You know, we spend more time through the week with our coworkers than we do with our family. So work takes up a very significant part of our life. And again, I think we need to find some meaning. We need to find some value in the work that we do. And I know that's easier in some jobs than others. And, and I've been there. I've had those experiences where I didn't feel like my job was very important. I didn't feel like my, I was accomplishing anything. But even in those situations, I tried to find something that was enjoyable. I tried to find some part of humor in what I was doing. I've worked with people that you could tell just absolutely despised every second they were there. And I came to the realization years ago, I don't want to wish away that much of my life. If I'm going to be somewhere, you know, 40 hours or more a week, I want to at least be able to find some sort of enjoyment and satisfaction out of it. And then there's baseball. That's the other filter that happens in my life. I have always been a fan of baseball. I can remember as a seven-year-old when some of my classmates were able to play baseball, but because when my birthday fell, I had to wait another year. I can still remember being upset about that. And from that moment until basically COVID, uh, there was only, I think, two years that, that I did not play some sort of organized baseball or softball. Uh, and then I did one year after COVID, and last year I just I, I can't find any place to play anymore. If I can find some place to play softball, I would still be playing softball. Uh, but I think baseball teaches us a lot of great lessons. One of the things I like about uh, baseball is that although it is a team sport, you perform on a very individual basis. If you're in the field and the ball is hit to you, you're the one that has to field it. If it's your time to bat and you're up at the plate, you're the one that's got to hit the ball. So although we win and lose as a team, you, your individual efforts are very important and very noticeable. Noticeable. You can't hide uh, what you do on an individual basis in baseball. Uh, baseball has also been uh, something that was a shared from my, my brother. My brother is left-handed. I am right-handed. Uh, but because as a little brother may idolize a big brother, I wanted to bat just like he did. And so for my entire life, I've always been a left-handed batter because my brother is left-handed. I think we learn a lot of lessons about life through baseball. The only thing that I ever really wanted to do in life was to be a baseball player. Now, the fact that you have no idea who I am seems pretty obvious that didn't happen. In fact, I could not even make my high school baseball team. But I still played as long and as often as I could, and I still enjoy the game, and I still follow the game, and I think we still learn we learn a lot from baseball. And in some ways, a lot of our history as a country can be told through uh, what has happened in baseball. So those are the filters that I deal with in life. Gone, family, work, and baseball. So 
in the coming episodes, we're going to talk about those things. We're going to look at life. We're going to look at what's going on in the news. We may uh, look at some things that are uh, business-related, some things that are finance-related. I'll share some experiences from my work life, share some experiences uh, from what's just going on in general, and hopefully through the overarching lens of humor, because I have to see things in a humorous way. So I hope that if you've taken time to listen to this first episode, I hope that you will join me for future episodes. Again, I will try not to bore you. I will try to do a podcast that will be suitable for the entire family. Hopefully something that will give you a bit of a smile or a chuckle or something to think about. So again, I appreciate you joining me for this first episode. Hope you'll join me for more. And to borrow the line from the end of the movie Casablanca, I hope this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship.